Packers 31, Giants 13. Welcome to Talking Giants. I'm your co-host, Bobby Skinner, coming to you from Florida. Here with my co-host, Danny King, who's in New York. Danny, 2-10. and 10. We didn't expect to win this game. Doesn't make it any easier. Although we've kind of hit a point of acceptance at this point in the season. We're on to Chase Young season. Uh, this game was... There's a, there's a decent amount to unpack in this game. But it just sucks to lose again. And once again, the Giants, like, we're in it. And then in the fourth quarter, it just... Danny, it all unraveled. I'm still waiting for those behind-the-scenes improvements, Pat Shermer said this week. That that was that, that was one of the most annoying comments he's said, well, at least this past week to me. But, yeah, what, eight straight losses? Not fun. Not having fun anymore watching this team. Uh, but as you said, the Dolphins beat the Eagles, which is funny but scary because we play them still. Uh, Bengals beat the Jets, and the Redskins won. That's sad, but it only increases our chances of getting Chase Young. So... I mean, if you all look on that side of the, if, if you think that's bright, then yeah, we're getting the number two overall pick, at least right now. It could be even higher. Yeah. I don't know. Pa- Obviously, people are going to get mad at Pat Schumer's comments. And I've always had this stance, Danny. And this, I guess this can lead to other conversations. That as long as nobody is bashing anybody to the media or saying something ins- insanely crazy, things in the media just, they just don't bother me. They really don't. Um, like so, like nothing Shermer says bothers me because he's not bashing a player. He's not saying something like incredibly stupid. Um, and a perfect example of that is Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins came out and he said, "I don't understand why I, I don't follow guys. I'm the only number one corner in the league who doesn't follow guys." And you know what? Janoris Jenkins is right. Now I'm not saying Jenkins should follow every single play, but there should be times where it's like, "Hey, let's get Corey Ballantyne off Allen Robinson," and like he's completely right in what he's saying. But the fact that he's saying it to the media like that is not good. That's something that should be dealt with with the coach. That's something you should go and say to your coach. That's not something you should go and say to the media. As as correct as it is, Danny, that's just my – that's always going to be my take on that kind of thing. That doesn't mean I think Janoris Jenkins is some bad guy. I think he's frustrated. Um, and, you know, being asked questions you know, right, right after a loss, I'd be frustrated too, especially when you see Devontae Adams making all these plays – this great wide receiver in Devontae Adams making all these plays against your lesser corners on the team. Yeah, I tweeted that out. I said, you, you don't say that to the media. You keep that in-house. Obviously, he's going to get fined, but, I, I mean, he's right. <laughs> there, there's no way around it. He's right, but, I mean, Pat Sherman. I mean, you think he's going to get fined? Oh, yeah, definitely, because he said it out to the media. If he didn't say it to the media, he wouldn't be getting fined. But since he said it to the media, I don't know, it's like, I don't know what they would consider that, but he's gonna get fined. That that's definitely if he doesn't get fined, I'd be shocked. We may not find by the, out but by the Giants. By the Giants, yeah. Really, I don't think so. I think at this point, this I don't know. That would be weird. I, I feel like Sher- I feel like Shermer knows what he's dealing with. I don't. I think Shermer. I think instead of Shermer like finding him, I think he'd be more likely to just be like, "All right, we'll move on. We'll move on from you in the offseason." I, I think finding him would be. A bad look on Shermer. That's... But there's still four games left. I mean, you don't want to set a bad example for four games because he has not lost the locker room yet. If you, if you allow Janoris to do that, that will allow other players to go out and talk against the coaches to the media. I mean, as I said, I agree with Janoris Jenkins, but th- there's no way that stands. He's, he's going to get fined. I get... Maybe. I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Um, but I also 
I don't know how all those things work either. I don't. I guess I must have not pay attention to those kind of things in the past. Um, that would be that would be that still would be surprising because Jenkins is like looked at as, as a leader, especially with as young as his team is. Um, so Pat Shermer, that I think that was the only thing we could really talk about was his quotes because was I mean was there anything in game that bothered anybody? I mean I think on offense and we'll get to really came down to turnovers. Well, well, I'm trying to think. In the beginning of the game, he kept running the ball at the middle of Saquon. It didn't work, but then it finally started to work. Uh, I think really the only bad play people had a problem was with that jet sweep they ran with Damari Scott, saying, like, why would you trust the ball of that guy who hasn't taken many NFL snaps? That's the only thing that I but, feel like I remember. Much, yeah, and, and, you know, the announcer said that. But it's like, this guy is in the oh, NFL. That, is that where I got that from? Is that where I got that from? Well, I saw, well, the announcer said that, and a lot of people said, but it's my take on that is oh, – okay. My take on that is that, like, this guy's in the NFL, and they obviously practiced that this week. Learn, you take a handoff. And it wasn't. A, it was actually a, a, not a good snap on Jalapio, but still, you're in the NFL. You should be able to take a handoff. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I that, but I guess, I guess that would be the only thing really. I saw. Um, I don't even want to mention his name. Say something about the timeout, but the game was they were down by like 18 at that point. Like, like why would you? I don't know. Um, there was. Oh, really, I, I, I was annoyed at that because I had to sit, keep watching that game. That's what did bother me about using those timeouts. I know it's his job, but I'm like, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like everything in game, like you know, Jones. Let's let's move. Let's just talk about Daniel Jones because we, you know, a lot of times we don't even talk about him a whole lot on Mondays. He started out really good, Danny. Like, and I'm going to do a breakdown on this. The touchdown drive, I think, was his best drive of the season because he did like a little bit of everything. It was really awesome to see. Like that was an awesome drive by him. He was pitting balls in tight windows. He was making decisions. He was going through progression. He was throwing against zone. Even though Frisco Josh, we haven't talked on on microphone since then, Danny. Since I went at that guy and he finally admitted he was wrong. No, yeah, uh, that that was just a good dr- drive by Jones. Uh, as you said, I think, I think that was his best drive of the season. He did like that good shoulder shake to get get to buy a few extra times. He delivered a beautiful ball to Slayton on the sidelines with the pocket collapsing around him. So that was just a great drive by Jones. The pass to Sean Shepard was beautiful. It, I'm I'm with you. That was easily his best drive of the season. And he also had while he had his best drive of the season, he also had some of his worst throws on the season. So I guess you got to take the good with the bad every once in a while. Yeah, let's talk about the interceptions. The first one. Um, that was just it was it was third down his pre you know he, it was it was similar to Arizona in a, in a sense that it was it was man coverage with the two safeties over the top um, he was he was late on that it wasn't necessarily the worst like decision if he got that ball out like a half a second second earlier but because he was late on that and they had that safety coming over the top that curl route that corner played under it and it was an easy interception that was that interception the second one. Now, I guess this can lead into the ankle injury. The second one, he just missed. And Danny, out of all the games we watched of him at Duke last year to any game this year, that was his worst throw by far. It was just completely accurate. He had Shepard. Shepard was open. It would have been a first down. And he just completely overthrew him. I don't know if they had the ankle had anything to do with that. And then the third one was the ball on the sideline to Slayton. Some people said Slayton slowed up. It looks like he might have. But that was really just like a ball that was – like where the DB made an amazing play. Like if that DB was a wide receiver, that would have been like great catch by that wide receiver. That's an amazing catch. That was a great play by the DB. Um, maybe Slayton slowed up a little bit. I, I'm not sure on that one. 
Yeah, we were not, we we don't know for sure if he slowed up on it. Maybe when I take a second look at it, I'll get the better idea. But that second interception, that that was just his worst one year. That was just terrible. I, I as you said, maybe it's the ankle injury. I don't want to attribute it to the ankle injury because we don't know. Maybe it was a bad communication between him and Shepard. Maybe something got lost in in the huddle. We just don't know. But yeah, that was easily his worst interception I've seen Jones throw. Yeah, and his college from the tape I saw in his college. And so far, it's his career as a giant. That was just there was like, like before he threw in the double coverage ill advised. This one he had Shepard, but he just completely missed him. Yeah, it's and like we is Daniel Jones accurate? Yes, he's extremely accurate. It's his it's his best physical ability is his accuracy. So like, is that like oh no, there's a turnover? Like no. Uh, so yeah, but the three turnovers and. Go ahead. Do you want to know what's Sorry, do you want to, if, up until that first interception, they well, they kept hammering this home on the broadcast, but I just want to say it again because it's impressive, I feel, for Jones with all the hate he had. Uh, he completed 111 straight passes before that interception. That was just quite impressive. Oh. Without an interception, my bad. Oh, oh, oh. I was like... Uh... I was, I was like, I don't know if your numbers are right. I don't think he completed it. I, I, I said yeah. that, and then I sat there for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Listen, this this is rookie football. Have we, you know, he's, you're going to throw interceptions. And you know what? In Buddy's year five, regressed. you're going to throw three interceptions. I don't even want to. You know, as, as the season has gone along, I've gotten a little more feistier. And then now I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to hide my feelings about people. Um, so Matt Lauren Bartle's a huge douche. But everyone that listens knows that already. Um, so, like, Jones, like, the offense actually, like, look, I mean, let's look at these numbers, Danny. First down through the air, the Packers thirteen, the Giants twelve, on through the on the ground, the Packers two, the Giants seven. Total yards, Packers three hundred twenty-two, Giants three hundred thirty-five. Sacks allowed, zero for each. Third down, uh, for the Packers seven for thirteen, Giants five for fourteen. Fourth down, Packers one for one, Giants three for four. Uh, rushing, Packers twenty-six carries for seventy-nine yards, Giants twenty-seven carries for ninety-five yards. Time of possession. Packers 28 minutes and 45 seconds. Giants 31 minutes and, and 15 seconds. This game goes to the defense, Danny. Like the, this, I was all on the defense, but I, I want to talk about Daniel Jones. The, the turnovers made the difference of this offense scoring 13 points and say 27. They, it really was the difference. Like they were driving and an interception happened. Uh, you know, you never know what happens on that Darius Slayton ball. Uh, like it's just the turnovers made the difference, and that's what happens. When you have a rookie QB, and that's what happens when you have a guy in his fifth year. Like Rodgers has has, the, has had these three interception games. It's funny to see people like come at him. Like these games happen for everybody. They happens for the absolutely best of them. Yeah, like he's a, a rookie. Yeah, I, I I I accept his mistakes. If this was maybe like his fifth year, I would have a problem. But like as you said, everyone does this, and I, I'm fine with Daniel Jones making these mistakes now because it's only going to better him. And as Dan- you said. Danny, Sorry. if this if if this game happens five years from now, I'm not gonna blink. These kind of games like this happen. He's he had a real he had played yeah. some really good things, and he had three bad interceptions or two. Let's say two bad interceptions and one interception on the sideline trying to make a play. Yeah, but it, that it, happens it, to every quarterback every season, pretty much. Yeah, but if you look past the interceptions, I know you can't because they happen. But he made some baller throws. He made some good throws. He made some good reads. It was an all-around good game for Jones. If, if those interceptions didn't happen, especially the last uh, the last two, I think the first 
I'm trying to remember the first one, but I don't remember it right now. But the, the first last one was the underneath one to, on the man coverage where the corner played under it. And he yeah. just right into My, his own. Like th- that first one, I feel like Jones makes those mistakes all the time. This time it just came back to bite him. That's just like Jones, the throws he make all the time that we consider risky. But yeah, it, this game, as you said, it, it all falls on the defense this game because there's no way around it. Because they, Johnny's had a good time of possession. They got, they converted on the fourth downs and they need to. So yeah, I mean, this game is just all the defense fault. Yeah, like I said, the interceptions were the issue on why the offense didn't score points because they moved the ball pretty well. I mean, look, I mean, they ran the ball better than the Packers uh, through the air. They weren't as good as the Packers, and you know, we'll get to the defense. But say, let's talk. Let's talk about the injury to Daniel Jones. He hurt his ankle, and I knew it as soon as it was on that fourth and two uh, read option where he kept the ball. I knew it. You saw him grimace. You saw him grimace on the ground, and I just knew something was wrong. And then that was confirmed as he limped off the field. Shermer confirmed that he had an ankle injury, played through it. Um, what, what are we thinking of this one? Uh, I, I don't want to stress about. I think he, you know, I'm pretty confident that he plays going forward with this. Um, but it does suck to see him get that injury. No, oh, yeah, it, it does suck. Uh, and, and what it happened on the QB sneak? What Patrick Mahomes? He dislocated his kneecap on the QB sneak. I'm no longer a fan of the QB sneak. It's, first one happened to Mahomes. I'm like, man, that's. That's just I, I'm not a fan of that play. But then when it happens to your own quarterback, you're like, all right, scrap the play, never run it again. And, but it just happens. It sucks, but it happens. I mean, quarterback gets injured all the time. But I mean, my, Eli, he he, it feel like Eli never got injured. Like on QB sneaks, he just ne- nothing ever bad happened to him. I don't know. It's just unfortunately that one time Jones does the QB sneak, his ankle got rolled up on. Luckily, it didn't seem like anything serious. Well, it wasn't even the QB sneak. It was that fourth and two read option. I thought it was the QB sneak. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was. I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I, I hated this game. I, it sucks to talk about. But yeah, you're right. It's the read option play. I don't know why I was thinking it was a QB sneak. Yeah, he'll he'll play through this injury. I, I saw some people saying that you know maybe the ankle had something to do with that interception on the overthrow to Shep. I I don't know if you can say that because it was such a bad throw. I I just think sometimes I don't know. I don't know what happened on that play because he's extremely accurate. Like I, it's hard for me to diagnose that play. It's just it's. You just kind of have to chalk it to that was a bad throw. No, yeah, that's a bad throw. We we don't know if that ankle hindered him. People making that assumption, what are you basing it off of? Yeah, yeah, he had the injury, but like a quarterback can make inaccurate throws all the time, so you can't blame it on the injury. You just gotta believe he just made a bad throw. Yeah, um, let's let's talk about some of the other guys on the offense. Saquon, um, stat wise, he had a decent game. You know, nineteen carries for eighty three yards. You know, over four yards per carry. He popped a couple, you know, eight to sixteen-yard runs. Uh, now I still think he's banged up, but Danny, me and you said if Saquon says don't miss, stop making excuses, we're going to stop making excuses. Um, and so he looked decent out there. Um, you know, three catches, thirty-two yards. You know, the the one catch was you know the twenty-seven-yard screen pass. Um, but listen, for Saquon to be worth that number two pick, Danny, he needs to have over a hundred yards per game. He needs to average over a hundred yards per game next season and like going forward for the rest of his career career he really does yeah i mean uh, right now i'm looking at i'm not this i'm not comparing to his, se- his season has to be like last season consistently i'm not saying like over 2,000 yards from scrimmage every yeah. year but he has to average 1,700 yards from scrimmage every year for it to be like a, a the correct pick that too because i understand why people say like you don't take a running back at two like i don't think those people are like I'm, i've never been like those people are dumb 
I've been in the Saquon pick one because none of those QBs I was like super super confident in. and with with a guy like Saquon you you know we kind of people like snark at the generational talent thing but I still believe he is um but when he's like a healthy Saquon has to have at least 1700 yards from scrimmage next year and consistently going forward yeah I mean I'm just looking at the past few games what we got it was improvement. It was a step in the right direction. He seemed more comfortable out there running that football. And, yeah, I mean, he, I, I think he's just a sophomore slump, really. Yeah, or, well, I can't say that in confidence, but he says he's not well, injured. Part of, part so I'm only chalking up to a sophomore slump. Well, he yeah, said he's part, not injured. Yeah, well, maybe he's not injured anymore, but at one point he was injured. Uh, and But like like we kind of talked about last week, some, part of it has been him decisions-making, like taking the wrong uh, like lanes and holes and stuff like that. So – like Saquon, he has to come back like firing and ready to go next year. Like we, we needs he needs to be a difference maker, not just a good running back. No, yeah, he needs to be a difference maker. I need Saquon, as you said, he just needs to improve all around because those first, the first two games he was he was great, but then it just all fell apart. So he just needs to go out there and just, as you said, just like be that game changer. Don't be the guy that. It's just out there every single play. No, make be the Saquon that you were drafted to be because last year he made incredible plays. This year he hasn't made those incredible plays, and I believe he, he's gonna look at the tape in the off season when he gets when he gets the time after his break from football. He'll see what he did wrong, and I feel like he'll improve. Yeah. So there were some other bright spots on the offense. Caden Smith had six catches for seventy yards, that third two yard catch. I have been like, like, not that optimistic about him. But he's looked pretty good. He, I mean, last week he had, what was it, four or five catches? None of them big, but he had the touchdown. Um, we, I talked about this week, you know, this previous week, about, you know, maybe bringing in a guy like Jack Doyle or even an Austin Hooper with Evan Ingram's injuries. It would be awesome if Caden Smith could be that guy. Like, and then you don't have to go out and get someone. You have him locked up for four years. And then Darius Slayton continues to be, like, kind of the most consistent guy on this team. Six catches, 44 yards. Three of those, I believe, are on third down. Like he's quietly being the most consistent playmaker on the Giants team this year, which is wild for a fifth round pick. Yeah, uh, the Caden Smith thing. Uh, once again, we we don't we don't believe Caden Smith's a world beer. He had a great game here, but we need to see Evan Ingram back out there because we need to see how. The problem is, it's still incredible. We have not had all our offensive weapons on the field at the same time. One's been off. Either everyone's almost there, and then one player's injured, and now we, we don't got Tate or Ingram out there. Hopefully, they're able to return from the Monday night game. But, I mean, Kata Smith, I like the guy. I, I could see the potential in him. I don't, as, as we say, he's not a world beater. He's not a top tight end in the league. He can make plays. Him and Simonson, maybe they're the duo. I want to see a little bit more of Simonson, and but maybe jo- well, I can't force Jones to pass it to Simonson. Jones clearly has a connection going with Kaden Smith. I don't want to mess with that, but I want to see how Simonson and Jones can get that connection going. Maybe it could be Kaden Smith and uh, Simonson for our future tight end duo. Yeah, it'd be wild. Kaden Smith, like I said, like you said, he's been pretty impressive. We'll see how that goes forward. But I would definitely like if you ask me today if we're bringing back Evan Ingram, who would you bring it back as number two? I'm bringing Caden Smith over Red Ellison. I just am. Um, and we'll see how his blocking is because Red Ellison hasn't been the most impressive blocker this year, honestly. Um, other things on offense that we missed, Danny. Nate Solder continues to suck. I know no sacks are given up, but they had they had uh, Saquon chipping him all day. Solder was not good. Um, you know, I got to go back and look at you know the, the whole tape, but he didn't have like a – like they helped him. They had to help our second highest paid offensive lineman in the NFL all game 
And Zadarius Smith made plays. They moved him all around the field. He made plays no matter where he was lined up. Oh, Zadarius Smith, he was a nightmare for Jones. He, he just... It was just his day. And, yeah, Solder, once again, he sucks. Uh, there's there's no way around it. There's no nice things to say about Solder's football ability this year. He's done nothing right. He's given up fumbles. He's just he allowed Jones to get smacked around. Yeah, he, he got help, and that helped him out today. But we can't be allocating all our resources to help out, as you said, the second-highest-paid guy and uh, one of the second-highest-paid off of the linemen just because he's like his job is to block, and he's done a terrible job doing that. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to getting a new left tackle. Yeah. Um, Danny, any other things on offense you want to cover before we move on? Nah, I think, oh, well, Buck Allen's still on this team. We found that out today. Yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot about it because I saw the number like three for like a 30, and I was like, that's too black to be Elijah Penny. Who is that? And then it's like, oh, yeah, we signed Buck Allen like six weeks ago. He just never got a carry. Yeah, I mean, I was just surprised to see Buck Allen out there, but I mean, he had a a good run or two. How, how, how much yards did he have today, Buck Allen? He had get... one, one carry for four yards. Four yards. There we go, Buck Allen. Get it done. It's kind of also strange, though, that they put Buck Allen before Wayne Gallman. That's a little strange to me. I don't think it's that strange, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I, I personally would have thought they would have put in Gallman, the guy they invested oh, in the draft. I would have thought that, too, but I, I think they might be kind of over Gallman because Gallman has... Oh, his real name's Javorius. Javorius Allen. I didn't even know that. Yep. Um, Linda Cohn said, couldn't have picked a worse season to give Daniel Jones learning experience. It hasn't resulted in improved play. Not saying if Eli was starting Giants would be leading this pathetic division, but they wouldn't be 2-10. What would we be? 1-11, one in, one in maybe? Maybe. <laughs> I hate people. They're the people that are getting paid to talk let's, about let's sports. Let's think of a reply to this. I'll reply to it right now. Uh, how'd you get a job at Sports Center? <laughs> I, I can't. That's, that's just me. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you really took that Green Bay model quote serious. <laughs> Keep it Jones behind Eli for like another year or two, just to, yeah, because that always works out well. I'm a little late to this one, to be honest. Well. Yeah, uh, pe- people. It's just, it's just a, it's just a I'm, thing right I'm now three, to do with the best, Daniel. I'm three hours late to this tweet, to be honest. I mean, that's better than being a day late. That's true. Um, by the way, I've I've started going on walks after games to clear my head. I go, <laughs> I I go on like a three mile walk just to. I don't bring my phone with me. Nothing. I just go and walk. I couldn't do anything today because it's just pouring up here. So I just sat there in my misery. <laughs> yeah, and now we it get. Does, now- it does help, honestly. And that, now the best thing is I get to sit in my misery on Sunday thinking about the Giants, how they're going to ruin my Monday night. You know what sucks is that we didn't get to watch the Ravens 49ers game. From I know, that, that, it was a great game. I saw the the field goal at the end, but that was it. Yeah, because that's all they kept showing at Fox at the highlights. I'm like, I wish I could freaking watch this game, but the NFL did not want to flex it. And I'm sitting here watching this crap team. At least, at least we'll see them in the Super Bowl again. Super Bowl pick right there. Here's another reply where I said – I just said something about – I said, like, the defense was horrible. My, my ga- end-of-the-game tweet. What are you smoking? Seriously, this team is getting worse and worse, and the spin you give is unreal. Let's start talking about how we will have the second picks and pass on Burrow to a, But please tell me Daniel Jones is a game-changer. He isn't. Wait, I'm sorry. Did he just say how we're going to pass on Bur- Burrow and Tua? Yeah. 
so, wait, sorry, Tua, the guy with the hip injury, and Burrow, the, who's a great, who's a fine quarterback. I, that, I don't know about Burrow yet, but he also plays really good talent. Can, can, can we, hey, guys, can we give our, like, our rookie quarterback, we just drafted a chance? I know the Cardinals, they're doing, Kyle Murray's a great quarterback, but it doesn't always work out like that. I'm going to quote tweet it. What are you smoking, <laughs> man? The fact that people want to, no, two is a good guy, but he, he like what fractured his hip or something like that. There's no way the guy's the same. Daniel Jones is the freaking truth. Okay, we don't even need to talk about those guys. I'm sorry, but well, you're gonna make us talk about them during draft coverage. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's people... completely obliterated my eardrums. <laughs> I know. Sorry about that, guys. But it's just like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. All right, let's take a break and we'll talk about the D. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will, di- will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. James Betcher sucks, and I want him fired. He's dumb. He's, he's just he's showing me that he's not it. He, he How often do we have to let team do we have to run four man rushes and let every team just like where's Antoine Bethea? Okay, let's run a post route to him, and we'll get a touchdown every single time. How many times? How many times do we have to let them every team score on their first two drives, and then we start playing a little more aggressive on third down, and it works. It's like it's unbelievable. I'm going to have to do another thing like I did against the Jets, where like third down with blitzes, third down with no blitz. I'm not saying you have to blitz every time, but consistently he starts off games like this, and it screws the offense because the offense has to start out slow. The only game where that didn't happen was Chicago because Chicago's offense sucked, and then they figured it out. Then they're like, oh, they uh. They just let Corey Ballantyne cover Allen Robinson? Well, let's just throw it Allen Robinson because Bethea's not going to be there in coverage. Bethea also had his first time where he got to the sideline um, from playing center field the entire season. So, Betcher just doesn't – he doesn't use his guys in the right way. Like, he he needs to be fired. I have no faith in him going forward because even if we get, like, all these players improve, I don't expect him to use them correctly next year. Say Pat Shermer does get retained because I, I – wouldn't put it past the Giants right now. There's no I, I, way. I'm pretty confident it's going to happen, and that's not even like because I I want it or something. I I'm Danny. I'm honestly really confident that Patrick is staying. I don't want to open that whole can of worms. That yeah, we're not we're not going with this can of worms now. We'll, we'll have this conversation the Sunday before Black Monday. But say Pat Shermer is around, which I know is a scary sentence to say for some Giants fans, there is no way in, in the right mindset you keep James Betcher around. Because as we said, Janoris Jenkins, he should not have said what he said to the media, calling out Betcher. But he, he's like 100% right. He just doesn't know how to use these guys properly. He, he's afraid to blitz, but when he does blitz, it works. He doesn't have Janoris Jenkins on the best receiver, not saying all, all game, but he's not on the majority of the time, it feels like. He puts Grant Haley on him. How is that going to end up? For Grant Haley, not well. Antoine Buffet just sucks. Coverages suck. We need a new defensive coordinator. There, there's no way around it. While you can hope that Pat Shermer could maybe develop, maybe he could bring in a capable offensive coordinator to call plays, no way James Betch is around. He, his coach's staff isn't good. Everyone needs to go. Everyone Danny, needs to. Danny, on offense, you can say Daniel Jones has shown really good signs and improvement. 
Darius Slayton has shown really good signs and improvement. Caden Smith has come out of nowhere. On defense, Danny, tell me one guy who's like, man, this year he's really gotten better. Dexter Lawrence hasn't really gotten like a whole lot better. Uh, Lorenzo Carter hasn't gotten a lot better. And I didn't expect Lorenzo Carter to have like the crazy year that a lot of people did, but he hasn't. Bethea, he's playing deep safety. It's not working. Peppers, I guess you could say Peppers, but, but Baker, Baker had the, the first two bad, game, uh, bad games against Buffalo and Dallas, and he got better like, after that. But he hasn't like consistently like gotten better and better. He hasn't turned like into a game where he's making plays. He's had games where they stop from making throws at him, but he hasn't made plays. I mean, Beal was completely out of place. Ballantyne, like it's it's Jenkins hasn't like been used in a great way. He has some interception numbers, but a lot of those were just like really bad throws on quarterbacks. Julian Love comes in and and like we didn't get to see him use a whole lot. I'm except I'm excited to look at him on tape. I mean, what guy has he gotten better? Well, the only guy you can say maybe is Marcus Golden. And he's just beating guys off the edge. That's nothing to do with the way James Betcher is coaching. I've seen no improvement from this defense. He's the guy Leonard Williams we traded for. There's nothing. He's done nothing. Ogletree. Ogletree. Ogletree another well, Leonard guy. Williams had a good game today. But Ogletree, like Ogletree, as much as we make fun of him, he wasn't bad in, in, with the Rams. He might have been a little no. overrated, but he wasn't bad. And now he comes with us, and he's just flat out bad. Yeah, it's James Betcher. There's there's no other explanation than it has to be James Betcher. Because like I said, gold is doing good. Yeah. But it's better. There's no way around it. And I wish he would talk to the media so we can get some answers to him. Like, why aren't you consistently blitzing? Why are you afraid to use these guys properly? That's a question that he'll never tell us. But maybe, like, Pat Sherman, can you just take, like, a little, as you said, like, we were saying it, just, like, go up to James Betcher and be like, can you be the James Betcher I hired you to be? I mean, there's no way he's retained, but, like, do your job. It, like, and that's one of my biggest complaints on Shermer is is like take more leadership for the defense and this and if this is his like like idea to start games like this, then that I think would be almost the biggest thing against Shermer. It really would. Um, like and like and, and we're not going to do a whole Shermer conversation. Like I think we've all made it clear where we stand on it. But it, like I feel like Shermer has to grab Betcher by the balls and and you know what? Like Jenkins should not have come out and said what he said to the media, but he is right. Why is Jenkins like never getting the cover? Devonte Adams like that sucks that a team could come and be like we don't have to have our best wide receiver against their best corner at all because we can just put him on the opposite side or in the slot I mean look at Allen Robinson like the Bears are a horrible offense all they do is put Allen Robinson in the slot against Corey Ballantyne and they had their way with us yeah the offenses just have their ways against us like these games could be totally different if we just had a, a capable guy calling the plays on defense. I, I'm not saying they'll win, but maybe it doesn't turn out to be all of a sudden like a lopsided game from out of nowhere. It's it's just unacceptable. Like, the amount of third and longs that this team completed, the Packers, is, is just unacceptable. They completed a four, four, fourth and 10. They got a third and 13. Uh, a third and 10, a third and seven. It's, it's unacceptable. It, it's frustrating. Yeah, they got stops here and there. But then you could attribute this to some of the players. You had the Sam Beal pass interference call. That's the only one I remember right now, but I feel like there's something else. It's just poor defensive play. James Betcher takes majority of the blame, but just players as well have had bad moments. Like that Sam Beal pass interference call. That should he should not have done that. 
And I've got to see the tape to see how legitimate it was, but I'm putting it on Sam Beal right now. Bad play. Oh, then the Sam Beal play when he was, like, literally turned around. Like, he had no clue where Devontae Adams went. That's just unacceptable. It's not like Adams did anything crazy. Like, he just did, like, a simple jab, and he uh, went inside, and Beal's like, what? Where, where'd he go? It's like, come on, Beal, you're better than that. This is, what, your second year in the league? I know you didn't play, but, like, you're better than that. Maybe we should stop getting Sam Beal reps over DeAndre Baker, our first-round pick. I mean, is that a hot take? If you're going to give him some reps, put him over Jenkins. Why do you feel like DeAndre Baker disappeared after, like, that one drive, it felt like? He didn't play a whole lot, and they didn't throw at him a, a, a lot. I don't think they threw him at him. I don't think they really threw at him at all in the second half. They kind of just, they picked on Beal, and they ran post towards Antoine Buffet against our zone. That's pretty much what they did. When we blitzed, it actually worked, it, it, especially on third and longs. I mean, and that's the thing with this, is we just get completely dominated on third and longs all the time. Just on that drive alone, third and six, the Beal PI. That was a blitz, but it was passing finish on Beal. So that's on Beal. Third and ten, um, the screen blitz. It, they work, it works. Fourth and ten, the next play, Rodgers finds Ho- uh, Allison over Haley in zone. Um, then Bethea holding. Then that, that was screwed up on Bethea. But that was a blitz on a play that worked, but Bethea screwed it. Oh, the Janoris Jenkins I'm not sure if you mentioned that one. I, I, yeah, it's, I don't even remember that one, to be honest. Oh, it's nice. just, Bethea just doesn't, or, or sorry, not Bethea. Betcher doesn't do what works, which is crazy. Like, And I, I thought I was taking crazy pills a few weeks ago when people were like, I don't know how people can blame Betcher. It's like, are you kidding me? We've seen one way work and one way not, and he consistently does the way that doesn't work more often. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what what his mindset is going to his hands. Like, I'm going to go in there and be conservative and like give these give like quarterbacks playing room to make the pass, give them all the time they need. It's like, are you trying to get yourself out of New York? Maybe, maybe that's the only reasonable explanation. He's trying to get himself out of New York, but he doesn't want to say, let me go. He he, he just trying to get himself out of New York, but he's doing bad play. That that and To me, that's got to be the only explanation because there's no way this is the same James Betcher that was in Arizona. And Arizona had, Arizona had great players, and he blitzed at the highest rate. Like you said, he just doesn't do that. It's like, why? Like, you brought in to be this aggressive guy, and you're, you're like the most conservative defensive coordinator in the NFL. And, and, and you don't got terrible players. You don't got terrible players. These guys are decent. Let, let's get that clear. These guys can't make plays, but clearly they're not on the right system to succeed. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, done, I'm completely done with Betcher. I'll be disappointed if he comes back as a defensive coordinator. Um, and then I'll. I'll have to deal with it when he is brought back. <laughs> I mean, was there any bright spots on the defense? There wasn't. I mean, no, we had a, the offense had a nine-and-a-half-minute drive, and the Packers put up 31 points. And, oh, that was another thing that came up while we since we didn't have the show because of Thanksgiving. That whole three-and-out stat, oh, my gosh, people. And, look, see, the defense isn't as bad as people make it out to be. It's like they're giving up the fourth-most points in the NFL. They give up the six-most yards. Congrats, they get a few three-and-outs. When teams are running the ball in the fourth quarter three times in a row, like this defense is horrible and it's coached horribly. I I, I, I ignore Twitter on Thanksgiving. Pick one stat, and every other stat says this defense is horrible. If you're defensive James Betcher, I I don't I don't know what it's going to take. If you're defensive James Betcher, but you want Shermer fired, I I don't know if I don't know what you're doing. I want to know. I hate people sometimes. Oh, now we get some stuff. The Giants have officially been eliminated from playoff contention. It says Darius Slayton liked this tweet. Shut up, really? 
Tone tagged me in it. No way. I'm looking at his likes. He must have misliked, I feel like. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no reason for him to actually do that. I'll go, I'll go, yeah, he, he, it's not there. There's no... He must have just definitely misclicked. Oh, no, he did. He did. Yep. He liked it. He did. <laughs> should, we, should we, like, take advantage of it? It'd be like conspiracy theory. Darius Slater doesn't like to be a giant. Make you get likes. No, that that would be that would be not yeah, good. Yeah, I know that's stupid. I, we're not Matt Lombardo, okay, Danny. <laughs> oh, we should send that to Matt Lombardo. Well, let's not send it to Matt Lombardo. Yo, yo, Matt, insane scoop right here. If I ever see Matt Lombardo, like in a <laughs> in a place where I could talk to him, I'm like, oh, because I'll just say it. I know for a fact that people that work around him can't stand him, but they'll never say it to him. I will never pretend to be like friendly with Matt Lombardo. No, yeah, there's Matt Lombardo. I I don't like him. He's the last person I go to get my news for. I know he puts out news and and I like tag and I like I I I use because uh, he's the guy I see the news from. But like that's just news everyone's reporting. I would never trust Matt Lombardo. I never read any of his articles. Yeah, I I think I maybe read like one or so. Um. He just I, people I got mad at me for saying the Giants were going to run the table, like that wasn't an obvious. Uh, oh, so people don't know jokes nowadays. That the thing? It was the most obvious joke of all time. And, the... I, and like, because you know, obviously the people who like us responded first, and you know they made their jokes back, and I responded with a gif and said hashtag run the table on every single one. Obviously a joke, and people were just like, "This is a bad take." It's like it's not a take, dude. It's a joke. Do you really think? This crazy ass scenario is gonna happen. I, love, I just love the people that scroll along. Like, <laughs> look at this idiot. <laughs> he thinks this is gonna happen. I was like, no, dude, you're an idiot for thinking that. I think that is gonna happen. Like, I, I don't know why people just can't take jokes anymore. Like, can't like that's obviously a joke. No one in the right mindset thinks the Giants can make a run. Not even the old team probably thought they could make a run. But like, you put it out on Twitter, you gotta take it as the truth. <laughs> so silly. I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, uh, let's get, let's give credit where credit's due. Alder Grosshaus made two field goals. Colin Holba, great snaps when he was out there. Great snaps. Dixon is just Dixon. He's being a guy. We got to be good friends with Colin Holba because he could be our connect to the team for like 20 years if he ends up being really good. That is true. Colin Holba, you did great. You had one high snap, but it was your first time doing it. It's fine. We praise you, Colin Holba. You are the best. We love you. You got to make him your BAMP of the week, even though <laughs> you want to make Jones as your BAMP. You are very good looking and handsome. And stunning and brave. Please come on our show. Be best friends with us so we can have a connect with the Giants for the next 15 years. Yeah, I mean, do that. Uh, you make connections, and you know what? They'll be honest, they never help you. They never help you. No, I mean, I'm still waiting. Uh, no, nah, I was I was decided to say something I shouldn't. But... Were you going to talk about the guy who said we were going to do an interview with him? And he wants yeah. to do an interview, <laughs> yeah, never yeah, responded. Yeah. yeah. What else? Uh <laughs> <laughs> my one connect guy is on the freaking Browns now. My gosh. Who is oh, it? Oh, it's Davis. Davis. I was like, who's on the Browns? Shane my Smith. Co- Shane my- Smith got cut last year. No, you were devastated by that. Yeah. Oh, I, I lashed out when Shane Smith got cut. Yeah. Well, he that. was my first friend that was like in the NFL. Yeah. Well, as I said, I I, I almost had a connection, but my connection just left me high and dry. We'll, we'll try and figure that back out in the offseason. 
I think it might have more to do with like intelligence more than like just leaving you high and dry. Are you calling me dumb? Hang no, on. no, I'm saying he. Yeah, whoa, whoa. All right, I'm new host. Bobby needs a new host. I quit. All right, Matt Lombardo. All right. <laughs> um. Oh, do you see Giant Jeff? He said the podcast is growing on him. We want and, him back. And he says I have a funny sense of humor. Glad someone else agrees with me. Guy who's wrong on both those takes. We're not a good podcast, and you're not funny, Danny. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, at least we got to do Did this. Did you expect to win this game? I didn't at all. This was the game no. I just expected to win at all. Like, not, you know, obviously you get sucked in as the game goes in. But going into this game, like, when I was tweeting, you know, every day, every game day I tweet out War Day, I was like, why the hell am I tweeting that? <laughs> Like, I, I stopped doing the 24-hour tweets because I'm like, I don't care enough to, to get ready for 1 p.m. If they were good, I would do it, but... And it's like, who will be your giant factor saying that tweet? I was like, oh, I cannot wait to hear the snarky responses to this tweet every time. Being like, the timeouts, uh, Pat Sherber, uh, the, the the coin toss. We get it. You, everyone thinks they're funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, I don't know. Johnny's Twitter's so bad when we're losing. I just want to know Johnny's Twitter. I love them. Winning. I love them. It's just we are, we're losing, and it sucks. I'm, Bobby, I'm just letting you know now. I'm I'm absolutely excited to talk to you on Monday. It's well, close to Tuesday morning at 12 a.m. I'm ecstatic. What about? I said I'm excited to talk to you uh, after the Giants lose to the Eagles on Monday night. That's going to be fantastic. All right, that's going to be great. I'm just ready to go to New York. It's going to be like a mini vacation, even though it's not a vacation. I'm going to be getting stuff done, but I'm just ready to get out of Florida. To be honest, I haven't left in seven years. You're, you're as I, as I, I told you, like if you're from New York right now, you're enjoying some fantastic weather. Yeah, but I get one to three inches. Nothing special, but it's happening. I can't wait. I'm going to go to New Jersey. I'm going to go by my old house in New Jersey, and I'm going to be like, "Hey, can I come in?" And they're going to be meth addicts and be like, "No, you cannot come into our our meth house." <laughs> well, oh, yeah, you're st- you, oh, I was exposed to where you are staying. I'm not sure if you want me to, because I know I, we're popular. I, I think I already tweeted out like the hotel I was going to when I booked a trip because I was excited. Oh, oh well, <laughs> well, you know we're popular. We, you got to get like security because like we're a very popular podcast. What well, very well known in the. I am the security, Danny. I'm, yeah. staying, in, I'm staying in the Bronx, baby. That respect to you. If you're staying in the Bronx, I'm sorry. I just offended your borough. Hey, what's all about the Bronx, baby? We from New York. We got rats. Oh, uh, don't do, don't, don't, don't be walking around New York City and doing accents, please, for the love of God. We're gonna have the song going when you're in New York. But you're gonna be in New York City, like, wow, what a great city. But then you're gonna go in the subway, and then you're gonna see true New York. You know what we rented? And what you rent? A minivan. <laughs> it's like you're driving around. We're gonna be New tailgating. York. We're gonna tailgate out of the minivan. That is great, but you're going to be charged outrageous parking prices just to park the van in the Bronx. Yep. All right, guys. Guys, I'm already get, already got an accent. Coming. You're already trying to get the accent. Guys, we're ending. Well, that, that wasn't even New York right there. Uh, I can't even do I'm really bad at accents. They always like to end up being Australian. Hey, I'm, I'm walking here. Yeah, I'm walking here. My... Do I sound like I have a New York accent? Hell no. All right, good. I want to make sure. Alright, let's finish this damn show. We appreciate you guys. It's been a wrong long season. We're getting delirious. It has been a wrong season, let's make that clear. Yeah, long and wrong. We're getting delirious at this point. But we appreciate you guys. The people who are listening at this point are our diehard followers. We love you guys. Because we just lost eight games in a row. 
and you're listening 40 minutes into a Giants podcast. I don't listen to anything Giants after this. But I appreciate you guys for listening to us. I think we do a good job of getting a good community, and we're friendly with our followers, although sometimes i got to dunk on some hoes. Anyways, Danny, we appreciate you guys. We'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, let's go Big Blue.